Blog Talk Radio. Radio in the world, Vegas Vince. Happy Halloween for the rest of you. My Halloween sucks, much like last year. We have got an incredible friggin' show, and it's apropos that I got this dude back on Halloween because he's right. We got the legendary Glenn Osborne back in the house. And I got no clue if that's his number up there. But we're going to take a shot here. We're going to be talking about some mind-bending, spoon-bending, badassery that's going to blow your mind. Vegas fans sells and marketing behind the eight ball. And I'm going to do my best to keep my yap shut and let this dude talk. Back at you in a minute. happen to me on Halloween. Halloween, I am like cursed. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take a shot here to see who this is. One moment, peeps. Who do I got on here? This is Glenn. Oh, I thought you were uh, a Piper girl. Thanks for I've giving me sit- your... Oh, I'm sorry. I see, what you did. Yeah. I see what you did. All right. Well, I got to do 
it, it's been one of those days. Um, let me go ahead and do my thing, brother. I should thought I, uh, I'm I just looking at the call calls. back in with the, with no, the regular number. No, you, you called okay? the right number. Oh, you called okay. the right number. I'm looking at I'm looking at this uh, switchboard, and it's uh, <laughs> went haywire on me. Um, okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to start off, um, I wanted to wish everybody happy Halloween. Uh, this is not um, before we get into the show, and then I'm going to okay. shut my yap and let Glenn do his thing. Um, he's a returning guest, and we got okay. such great feedback the last time you were here. Um, as far as what's going on in Vinny Land, uh, second Halloween in a row, that has absolutely sucked. Uh, last Halloween, I got uh, basically uh, taken to the ringer. Uh, this Halloween, uh, it happens again, and I and I and I'm going to keep this short and keep my personal business off this show. But I am often amazed that there are individuals, um, and it's it's ironic that it's Halloween and we have talk. Uh, you know, I'm sitting up here watching a movie called Dracula, and it's living proof that vampires do exist. Because once again, through the last 12 months, uh, old Vinny here has been bled dry. And when there's not anything left to give, uh, they don't take the stake and drive it in your heart. They drive it in your back. And then, quite frankly, if they could, would have you arrested for carrying a concealed weapon. That's the story of the last 12 months. And, again, apropos that it begins and ends on the same friggin' day, and it amazes me that we live in a world where you can put your 100% heart and soul, give someone your very best, better than you give yourself, your family, and that that is the end result of it. And I say this, karma is a real motherfucker. I pardon my language, but I believe deep down nobody gets away with anything in this world. You give, you get accordingly um and um there's, there's uh one less vampire that uh will be sucking any uh well-needed blood out of me because there ain't too much left all right now with that said everybody here i'm going to just come out if you've all seen that i love this commercial it's boosted sales actually by 26 percent it's the Dosecki commercial. Uh, the dude, the most interesting man alive. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Glenn Osborne would bitch slap that guy. This guy, you want to talk about badassery. If you want to talk about legendary, I'm telling you, this is the type of guy that is downright twisted scary because he's so good at what he does. A lot of you WBE people are really going to dig this. Because, you know, a lot of you follow Azamayow, a lot of you who follow any of the old school marketing know or are pretty much convinced that uh, the great ones all seem to have a common denominator, and it was door to door. And we look at it like it's some ancient relic art that should be dusted off. And I'm telling you, there's a common thread that runs through some of the baddest when I mean bad, I mean in a good way, greatest marketers of all time. And the common thread is they all kicked ass door-to-door -door in terms of sales and marketing. And we're bringing it back tonight, people. And I'm not talking about 
selling cheesy uh, encyclopedias where, you know, you make a sale or you end up like the death of a salesman. I'm talking about uh, Glenn Osborne is going to bring up some stuff tonight that's just going to blow your friggin' mind. He's going to talk about a VIP inner circle that he has that you don't even get invited into unless you pass a test, which I love. It's a great way to weed out the strokes. Um, you're also going to hear about a woman who has built two, not, not one, two, one billion-plus dollar companies door-to-door asking one simple question. You want to find out the answers. You want to get inside the rabbit hole i am telling you i have seen some weird twisted shit out there online anybody and there's a lot of you who have been over to glenn's site know what i'm talking about there's nothing i can describe because like i said once you're in you're sucked in and you're going to be there for a long time i'm gonna let him talk about that i've actually on the blog on the show page you can go down there and there is a link that will take you over there to, um, I don't even know what the hell he called. I mean, my God, you could, uh, I, I just call it, uh, uh, <laughs> I just call it uh, the strangest sight I've ever seen in the world. So, uh, again, this is a guy who has been to the mountain. This is a dude I'm pretty sure Ben spoons just for the fun of it. And I'm pretty sure that uh, he once knocked out Mike Tyson with the power of his mind. It is the legendary Glenn Osborne, brother, I'm glad to have you back. It has been a shitty day. You're about to make it better for me. I am going to let you uh, respond to that while I switch over to my show page. We're going to hit him with some contrarian stuff. We're going to hit him with some door-to-door stuff. I'll run him by. I've got just a basic outline. And um, while I'm doing that, you can tell me how happy you are to be back in uh, Vinny Land behind the eight ball. Thanks, Vince. Thanks, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Uh, you you got to speak up. To, That's the only thing. You asked me to That's make a only... list. So I, sent I, you a list I got your of... stuff here. You just talk. I'm going to get over to the show okay. page. Well, um, you sent me a list, and then you said, make it contrary. And then you said, okay, let's, let's really shock them and make it legendary. So I started sending you ideas, you know, from people yep. I'd interviewed who made, you know, seven, eight, nine, you know, billion-dollar figures uh, door-to-door. Right. And then I thought, oops, I should warn people that most people are blind as far as money-making goes when you're at this level. I can Absolutely. give you what they say, and you won't see it, you won't hear it, you won't get it. So I designed a website and a test <clears throat> that will help you turn your blindness into uh, some eye-opening uh, things because it's something you have to change inside um, that's why, uh, ben, let's see, did you know that Dan Kennedy and Richard Branson conducted a research test in Europe, in in Branson's case, and in the United States, in Dan Kennedy's case, discovered that the most successful marketers all have door-to-door backgrounds? I'm well aware of Dan's background. I'm well aware of just researching various different marketers. Um, Osmond being one of them, that there is a, and even Zig, who I uh, often poke fun of because he seems to have milked that story about selling the kettle to Charles and Laura 
Ingalls on the little house on the prairie for 25 friggin' years. But the, the, you're right. Uh, Gary Halbert was another one. Um, there is a common uh, uh, denominator. Um, and again, if you want to duplicate and replicate greatness, you, you often need to go back and reverse engineer it. And you will, like you say, find that wow. a vast majority of some of the most brilliant, uh, successful marketers in the world started out door to door. And I think it's people, and, 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 and to me, there's a, there, that's a key component. And I'm glad we're bringing up old school stuff. That's what this show's about. Nobody else talks about it. They're too worried about talking about their friggin' blogs and, you know, getting traffic to it. Um, you know, that's why these people don't make any money. So, um, I think it's I, I think it's going to be a fascinating spin. I have got a um, basic outline here, and what I thought we'd do is, it, do we want to hit the door? I thought, you know what? I thought we'd hit the door to door some of these um, door to door stuff first, and then I want to move over into some of the the uh, really powerful contrarian stuff that you sent me that I've got on the second blog. But okay. let's just roll with it because this stuff is. Um, uh, again, Glenn, guys, I'm telling you, um, this is a guy that literally has, you know, it's not a guy, you know, I like to think of myself as somebody who's studied a lot of good marketing books and get a, you know, I've gotten a feel for a lot of good marketers. This guy has worked uh, uh, with some of the biggest names in the business. And I know one of you over at WBE was asking, oh, I heard there was a module about Glenn Osborne. Well, the module you were referring to was my show with Glenn Osborne, um, and that was posted for you people over there. I blogged about it over there just a few minutes ago as well. So uh, the, that is, is the same gentleman. I know I got a lot of positive response on that last show. Uh, that show followed the infamous Oz Mayo interview where I got hate mail, still getting hate mail for it, because I didn't let him talk. But that won't be an issue tonight because uh, I'm just going to run him down, and let's just shoot. Uh, let's uh, run him down here. Um, again, this is, um, and again, for those of you uh, not aware, Glenn Osborne, I don't know how you describe him. Some people call him an NLP expert, mind control expert. Uh, uh, he is one of the strangest, most bizarre copywriters I've ever seen. Um, he has um, some of the most um, twisted products. Um, he is a major player over on eBay where supposedly you're not supposed to be able to sell uh, information products for as much money as he gets. That's because he's so damn good, and his feedback reflects that as well. It's it's really rather remarkable. The eBay thing alone uh, is shocking to me almost. Um, tax accounting sales door-to-door. Uh, -door. Okay, well, if if you, I would I would prefer to start with the big one, the, the billion-dollar door-to-door question, and then we'll go to the little stuff next. Oh, you want to go right to that one? Okay, yeah, well, I'll start with that one. You want to? You don't need? You, we're, we're, we're just let's. Okay, basically, you fired something off to me that went like this. You said there is a certain lady that has started, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I often am, two billion-dollar businesses. I believe started via door to door yep. and consisted of a premise that was basically a question. Did I get it right or somewhat right. right? 
Okay, here's good. What, I'm here's, one what, for one. here's what she does, and here's why I'm warning people. This won't make sense. I'll try to put a little context. Well, some to of it's so. also very dangerous, uh, and I'm I'm not joking, people. Um, you know, it's not hype. There are people. That, this is information. There is some the information that Glenn has out there that, quite frankly, um, case in point, the individual that took Vinny to the ringer like a washed-up singer, uh, I wouldn't want them to have this. So with that said, uh, hopefully we got good people on the line tonight because some of your yeah. stuff is, uh, is, is, is I'm, I'm not hyping it either. You know that as well as I do. Oh, Vinny, um, this is why I give a test. This is why I use handwriting to check people's uh, character before, before right. I get too deep into this because you can do some big damage. Well, let's go into it. The lady, okay. Let's talk about this lady. So I got I got introduced to this lady by accident. Uh, one of my customers paid to get me to an expensive seminar, and I'm walking around saying, "Huh, huh?" <laughs> right. And then this this gal stood up and uh, she started talking. I thought, "Whoa!" Uh, so I got her in a corner and pretended to be stupid. I'm pretty good at oh shucks. <clears throat> and I said, "You know, I used to, I used to sell vegetables door to door. Tell me what you did to start this second billion dollar company." She said, oh, okay, well, i got a few minutes. So she says, uh, what I do is walk up to a door, and I knock. Okay? And they open the door, and she says, hello, my name is, we'll call her Kim. <clears throat> and um, I have a question. And they say, yes. <laughs> so would you be interested in an opportunity to make a lot of money with me doing all the work? You do nothing, I do all the work. Yes or no? If they say no, she reaches over and says, please back up, and she slams their own door in the homeowner's face or the apartment Oh, God, I love it. (laughs) This means she's in control of a cold call. I I thought, man, I wish I'd known this when I was selling advertising. All right, let 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 me go back to this. So she goes up and she hits them with a positioned access question that's very good, and if they say no, she... Slams the door in their face. She says, "You are not qualified." To herself, she says. To herself, she says, "You've got to be an idiot." I do all the work. You don't do anything, and you're not even willing to listen. So she's creating <laughs> like, a mindset because that's what kills people on cold calling, and that's what burns people out is the rejection. Am I right? I mean, that's why people say, "Oh, I can't." You know, it doesn't work. And, they, and that's why 95% of the people out there who have tried it, uh, they give up because they can't handle that ultimate. You know, that rejection. Well, she, she, if you if you get behind it, she is not enduring or experiencing right. rejection. She's that's rejecting my point. them. Exactly. That's my point. She's reversing it. Yep. I, I she's love it. I, I, she's I, saying, you aren't qualified. Get out of my way. I'll I have never heard money. that in the history of door-to-door sales. Neither have I. I, I haven't. Neither that have is I. fascinating. This okay. woman, as I say, she's a genius. And I'd done enough door-to-door. If I had not been, there were 500 people in the room, and nobody had been door-to-door selling, I guess. I spent some time with her. Because I recognized that she had done something unique, special. So then she goes to another door and, you know, knock, knock, knock. She says, okay, hello. Uh, My name is Kim. Would you like to make an opportunity? Would you like to have an opportunity to make a lot of money and do nothing? I do all the work for you. And the person says, well, yeah, okay, that sounds good. She then says, okay. Uh, do you have a few minutes right now? And the person says, yeah. 
Uh, well, let me come in and I'll show you how this works. Okay. So, okay, now, the missing piece is how do you get instant trust? You're going to let some stranger in your door saying this one question? Especially if it's other... a tea bagger or somebody like that. Well, you know, they're yep. probably packing 40 they're... In other words, <laughs> I, I've got people who call me who said the last person who went the door was trying to buy their house or foreclosure or something pulled a gun. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they don't know how to get rapport. She, now, let me back up. Where did she get this experience? When she was a, a mom at home with a daughter, she had right. a hobby. She would bring people to church. You know, she was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a regular churchgoer. And she'd mm-hmm. bring a few people to church, and pretty soon she got fifteen or 20,000 people to church. And then she'd move to, and start wow. working to build another church. This was her hobby. This means she's got skills with people that, you know, the average... But she, she's uh, actually getting people, I mean, she's not doing the old, obviously, what I think a door-to-door getting people to church, the Jehovah's Witnesses pop into mind, and I doubt that their success rate is uh, anywhere <laughs> close to that. Th- those are some pretty uh, uh, incredible numbers we're talking about. Well, what she does, I can tell you, she told me, <clears throat> what she does is uh, chat with people and say, we're, we're all going to brunch after church. You know, here's the menu, and you probably need to meet some of your neighbors, keep the kids off the street, you know, come join us. Oh, okay, she sounds bubbly and, and you know, fun to be around. So he said, okay. And uh, she's, they say, well, but we don't go to church. Well, you know, it's the old sermon, and but you're surrounded by your, your neighborhood fellow friends. She, she doesn't sell the church. She sells the brunch and the network. Right, so she's not, she's not getting into the actual uh, uh, specific uh, religion, uh, the bells and whistles of that. She's right. more selling the camaraderie. So why am I telling you this? She she. Then transplanted the whole strategy to sell. Well, she she started with a uh, water filter. It was a bad water filter too. So when she's in the door, let's go back. We're back at the door. She's knock knock, and they say yes. Okay, I do want to make some extra money, and I'd like to have you do it for me. So she says, okay, fine. So let's sit down. Uh, give me a glass of water, or something, so I can talk and all get dry. That's important. You ask them for a favor, so they go and get something for you. And they sit down. She says, okay, where's your Rolodex, the people that you know? And she, and they say, why? I said, well, you're going to call them and say you'd like to, that person to talk to somebody. And I'm going to ask them, would you like to make a lot of extra money without doing any work? So just replicating, okay. Yep, and if they say yes, says, okay, come over to your friend Susie's house tonight. There are going to be about 20 or 30 people here, and I'm going to show you how it works. They say, okay. So she's using the existing relationships of the people. Now, this sounds like it's easy, right? Well, it Uh, sounds like it's easy, but it also sounds very strange, and it also sounds like it could be uh, replicated for a lot of... uh, um, use, other other it, uh, applications. I use it on the phone with clients. In other words, they say, well, I need to get a bunch of people at a seminar, or I'm giving a speech, or I want to sell, I want to generate leads. Well, you can do thousands of leads this way just with a few phone calls. 
So it's sort of like compounding interest. It's sort of like taking a penny and doubling it every day for 30 days, and you end up right. with God knows how much at the end, um, well over a million, so million dollars. She uses her magic question to find out who is a golden roller. In other words, if they don't accept that they can make money, if it's too scary, she doesn't want to work with them. Okay, but what exactly in her specific case is her pitch? I mean, I, mean, I, I understand the first part. The second okay. part, she's, she's, she's now in the house. What, what at that point, my, my first reaction would be, um, what's the catch? Uh, what's this about? I mean, what are you selling me? Um, well, wait, 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 wait. You're, see, Vinny, you've missed part of it already. I've been well, that's, doing my that's best. not hard to believe. Yeah, you've missed part of it. Okay. okay. As I said, nine-tenths of this is based on your experience door-to-door knocking, all of those painful, mm-hmm. visceral, emotional, you know, unconscious experiences. Okay, sure. so number one, she's in the door, she gets a yes. Number two, she gets another yes. They went and got a glass of water. Number three, she gets another yes. Okay, so that's the old yes, yes, yes pyramid. Oh, I <clears> didn't hear about the glass of water. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So then she gets the person to call people they know. And then hand the phone to her. So I got somebody here I want you to talk to. Got a business opportunity. Okay, so she asked the same question. And because eagles flock together, the person that says yes, she says, give me the best of your people. We're going to call them first. Okay. Then they're all, now what have they done? They've not only said yes, but they've taken some of their time and they show up at the house. Within a week, she said she had to start renting banquet facilities because she didn't have room in people's homes. Was, were these home. people coming to say, okay, let me ask you this. When you when they were showing up to the house, were they showing up to the house at a predetermined date in advance, like next Friday we're nope, all going to gather? Same, the same the night. The same day? Wow. The same night. The, the night of the day. <clears throat> As based on the long-term trust relationship, and she hasn't told them anything except – how would you like to make some extra money, a lot of extra money? You don't work, I do it for you. So if these okay. people are going to be home anyway and they've got the trust, um, there's no issue with it. Okay, now let it, me, it, it, let me okay. back up. Remember how she was selling people to come to church? She says, it's the same old, same old thing at church, but we're all going to get together and have some fun at lunch. Right. Okay, let's replicate that over with water filters. So okay. before she leaves, she's called a bunch of these people, and she says, okay, uh, Mr. Ms. Jones, um, this you're going to make a bunch of money, and I do all the work for you, but we don't want to get in trouble and have a pyramid scheme situation here, so we've got to sell something. So sign this contract. You need clear water anyway, and so you just buy a water filter. And they say, okay. And they sign, and they've just bought a water filter. Okay. Now, what did she sell? She sold the the spin and the romance and the pizzazz of the lot of extra money. The water filter is just an afterthought. It's a I've token. Never... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, that okay. I have never. I I've heard a lot. Most of what I've heard in regards to door to door is actually how to even get inside. Um, I I she, I don't think I've ever zip, heard anything zip, that went beyond that. Okay, yeah. now, so then she's got a room full of people, and she tells them the same thing, 
And she says, okay, whoever brought you to the meeting, you know, first it's all of the friends of the one person, but pretty soon you bring all of the friends that you want to make extra money. Say, turn to the person that brought you to the meeting. They'll have a contract, and we're going to make you a bunch of money. All you have to do is bring people here to talk to me, and they'll sign the little water filter form like you did, and you get X number of dollars per. Oh, okay. So, now, here's the nth degree of this. I met a guy in Las Vegas. Uh, you'll appreciate In fact, I think this is still running, Vince. You might even want to visit and watch this in action. All right. Um, he owns a big office building. He used to be a doctor. So, he'll fill it full of people who are brought in the same way I just described. Now, I should warn you, this guy's making... When I talked to him, he's making over a hundred thousand a month. Um, I wow. think I checked in a while back, and it was two hundred thousand. So what kind of doctor using, are we talking about? Not that it matters. I'm just curious. Just a, you know, eye, ear, nose, and throat doesn't matter. Oh, okay, doctor. it's all regular physical. Okay, not not yeah, even a his, specialist. His doctorship does not matter. It's the fact that he owns no, the building. No, I was just curious. Yeah. So what he did was set up a full screen TV and got cable, so you can. Everybody comes, gets to watch. You know, they come to watch the boxing. They come to right. watch the football. It's all free, right? And he goes to the next level. You get popcorn, snacks, Coke, Pepsi, anything you want to drink for free. Okay, so he's got a whole crowd, a big mob, and they're in there watching. But when halftime comes, you're watching the girls doing cheerleader. Nope. You nope. watch Kim in a video, and she says... Would you like to... Now, this is the second company she's working on now. Same model. She retired. She said she created over 100 millionaires selling water filters with the first one. Wow. Uh, but the the guy that owned the MLM was giving them problems, so she retired with about $90 million. And uh, then she found this other thing and started testing and then created it herself, you know, the formulation. It's um, sure extra, extra energy with... Uh, herbs and things. <clears throat> so she's she's passed God knows how many where she is now, but it's it's right around a billion dollars for the second time, and now they do it all by video. So so, so you, they they they've duplicated their their efforts instead of. No, uh, the problem is most right. of these companies you see are doing a similar model, but you got some schmuck who's the closer, and he's an right. idiot. Well, her model is you show a video of her at all of your workshops and seminars and whatever. And then you pass out the form, and everybody signs up. Now, here's what the guy that I met in Vegas does. He will stand up there at halftime after her. takes about five minutes for her to talk. He says, okay, who here is interested in making a bunch of money, and I do all the work? The same exact... Everybody Question. wants to make money. You move to this side of the room. The rest of you stay over there. Say, okay, I'm going to buy you a plane ticket to Kim's seminar in Texas. And this I'm is a doctor, by the way. This is really cool. This one's starting to fascinate me because we're talking about a doctor. And let's be honest, when you've got that, even that title, uh, there's a lot of uh, positioned authority there. And uh, this is really, uh, I'm, I'm fascinating. I'm sorry. I, this is really cool stuff. Well, you're uh, starting to catch on. Um, yeah, I now, am. This is like Alice in Wonderland down the rabbit hole. 
I have tried to teach people this for 15, 20 minutes, and this is why I give them all a test now. Right. They say, I just heard you talk for 20 minutes, and I didn't understand a thing you said. I can't do mm-hmm. that. Uh, and I think, oh, I'm pulling my hair out. <clears throat> so now I give them a test and force them to go, if you can't give money away. In other words, pull out a lottery ticket, walk up to a total stranger, and say, you know, I really like that hat you're wearing. I like the cash, the way you took my money at the cash register, or you know, whatever. Uh, give them a lottery ticket. Give them a dollar. Give them. If you can't give away money, you're a friggin' idiot. And you know what? Well, I am so. I don't mean to cut you off, but I just blogged about that on the prior blog to, to the one I just put up a few minutes ago at WBE. I said, if if you can't position yourself in such a way that you literally there's a certain technique that involves someone uh, splitting half the profits that you generate with they're doing basically nothing and people are making it hard and I said if you can't walk up to somebody and say basically I found a hundred dollar bill and you know what I've heard a lot of good things about you and the work you do I'd like to give you 50 bucks here it is and if you can't do that, there are some serious issues because well, that's that means you don't have sales experience. It takes there's no sales to me almost in that. It's you're uh, basically what you're talking about though goes the same thing. I disagree. It's, okay. I think I think I think it's lack people of people are suspicious. You walk up to them with money, well, that's, yeah. and you try to give them something. Oh boy, their mothers have warned them about that. Well, okay. So, with the with the waitress or the cashier, um, I've even gone. You know, that's why I call it the Big Red Nose Club. I say right. I'm going to give you a clown nose, and I've got one on. I put my clown nose on, talking to the waitress or the cashier or whoever. I say, if you wear this clown nose to the kitchen and bring my food back, I'm going to give you five bucks. You know, and I'm laughing and smiling, and they're saying, ah, "What's the catch? No catch." So you meet the manager, and everybody's laughing and. Uh, you get all kinds of free desserts. Uh, you meet people, uh, okay, but that takes balls. Yeah, For women. Oh yeah, the red nose. Vinny would have a hard time doing that one. Uh, we call it brass the, ovaries. You know. Yes, well, okay, it is brass balls. Oh I'm yeah, saying, yeah. Can you give away a dollar? I've got yeah. people who can't PayPal a dollar. You know, they say, "Well, I don't know who to send a dollar to." Oh, please. I bet <clears> they smoke pipes. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's the test. So. If you'd like to okay. see 30-some testimonials of people who, who are giving away money successfully and they sent me a testimonial, that's the test, go to www.nlpbrainbuzz.com. So it's Nancy uh, Lewis uh, Price, B-R-A-I-N-B-U-Z-Z.com. There's 30 testimonials of people who started giving away money. NLP brainbuzz.com That's my test site. If you okay, can but I'll prove... put that link up after the show too for yeah, you, Glenn. Thank you. If you can send me a testimonial proving that you've given away money, um, you get 90% off a lot of the audio CD programs that are my core stuff. So the rest can't buy it. They've got to pay full price. Some of them are five grand, so you pay 500 instead of 5000 Yeah. That's what I've done. So important. Yep. Um, I get people, you know, I got a 365-day money-back guarantee. I can't afford to have somebody pay me five grand and say, oh, I can't do it. It's funny. I actually did a test. I I did a test uh, 
it's funny because it worked in one way and failed miserably in another way. When I mean fail, it didn't, your thing didn't fail, but it pissed off my ex-girlfriend, which is nothing new because she's easy to piss <laughs> off. But we're sitting in Beeple Brady, and just for the hell of it, there was nobody in there. And it's a restaurant across the street from ours. And we went in there and um, after I got back from physical therapy and uh, I had some wings. And uh, this one particular waitress who's kind of cute and I always like her, I decided just for the hell of it, every time she came up, for whatever reason, I handed her a buck, and I kept. And I mean, by the time this was over, I had the entire staff when yes, this place was fairly empty was we're coming about. out to look, and right. it was it was I, I I could get into more details, but be you know now, Vinny, it was wait, it was wait, wait, wait. it was strange. Stop. Let me explain how to do this the wrong way. I get phone calls from people saying. I tried to give a dollar to the waitress. She went and and got the manager and said, "You are scaring our my waitress. Please don't do that." Oh, this girl wasn't scared. She was no, bringing no, I'm, me. I'm saying yeah. the difference between knowing how to get trust and rapport and being a salesman, which you are, and mm-hmm. not knowing. In other words, if you try to walk up to a total stranger without rapport, I've got several people in my audience who can see aura, your aura, your electrical aura. Right, and they say when you're in rapport with someone, your electricity overlaps with theirs, and you're sort of in sync. Right. So if you're not in sync, suddenly you're a scary person because you're trying to give them money. Right. Okay, so that's the test. If you can give money away, that means you can do some of the basic stuff that the really successful ideas that we're sharing require you to do. So I tried to take it into flirt tipping and flirt testing and make it fun, but Mm -hmm. on a bottom line level, it's sales. Okay, let's go back to Kim. So this guy in Las Vegas, he knows that 95% of the people that go to Kim's workshop will buy and will stay for a decade. You know, they just never quit. What are they buying in to, that case? What what are, what are we talking about? As far so, as the, what's the product there? Um, suppose, I know. Well, say, say it's $1,000 to get into the seminar. So okay. he says, remember, you're back in Las Vegas. You're back in this guy's right. amphitheater watching cable TV. He sure. says, okay, you schmucks that are too afraid to make extra money, you stand over there. The rest of you over here. You guys, so I'm going to buy you. Side. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to buy you a plane ticket. You get to go for free. We'll all go on the same plane. I'll charter an airplane. And people wow. say, wow. He says, better than that, it's limo to limo door service. I'll t- take care of the transportation. Better than that, I'll pay the $1,000 for the seminar. You don't have to pay a dime. Better than that, I will feed you three meals a day while you're there. He says, the only thing I ask of you is that you pay the hotel. You know, you got to pay something. Right. That clears out the looky-loos who don't want to pay for the hotel. Right, the strokes okay. are out. Okay. So then all these people come back from the seminar, switched on, because they've been listening to Kim for a week, and they bring people back to his theater, and it goes on. But the beauty of this is that you don't listen to some flunky. Kim's there with the video. 
Right, you're not lo- you're not you're not uh, getting uh, yeah the, the whoever the gold star the, the, the dude I always am reminded of the guy who played in the Arthur the Arthur Miller played Death of a Salesman that poor sap. Yep, yep. So well, I use this on the phone. I don't need to go door, knocking door to door. I've done that, been there. <clears throat> so I can call people up and ask the same question about something that I'm doing or something a client wants to do. And we weed them out. And then I say, okay, uh, bring your Rolodex to the phone, and I'll fill a seminar with two or three phone calls because somebody might have 500 leads, you know, good customers. Somebody's got suppliers and vendors. Each of them has a customer list, and they bring them all. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the lead generation aspect of it, which is something that's very fascinating to me because there there is a lot of niches out there. and a lot of Osmond's people are well aware of this, and he talks about it because, of course, he, he does a lot of uh, ugly yellow sign. Um, yep, I like his um, sign idea. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's brilliant. And I'd like to and, – and, and he doesn't just apply it to real estate. They, they apply it to other, other things as well to okay. get – you know, I'd like I'd like some thoughts on that on on using this technique maybe on another application because I think it's really okay. Really... Well, let, let me warn you, I mix, match, and combine billion dollar ideas that I get from sure. others. So we're sure. about to step into something that's called near. So I've combined the two ideas: naturally existing economic relationships. That's something that comes from Walter Haley, a mentor of mine, mm-hmm. who when I met him, he said he was worth four hundred and twenty-six million dollars. But every time I'd come early, I brought uh, 27 people to his seminar, and they paid for my plane ticket and hotel and a bunch of stuff. For those of you who don't know, uh, you 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 um, you know they're one of the legendary marketers of all times, Jay Abraham, and you yep. um, you were one of the first guys. And for those of you who don't know, to attend Jay Abraham's seminar back of the day, and I'm not going to back of the day, could run you up to $25,000. Uh, Glenn didn't pay. You didn't have to pay. <laughs> I paid once. Yes, you paid because once. I, didn't, I never heard of Jay, um, and I went, I paid. He had an 18-month, 100% money-back guarantee. What the fine print was, as long as you do something, you, sure. know, you have to prove that you have applied Two of my ideas, you know, and uh, I thought, well, in 18 months, if I can't do that, you know, roll me over with a truck and bury me. So, anyway, I went to 15 of Jay's seminars, paid once. How much would that have cost you dollar-wise had you had to sell it $15,000 for the first couple years each. I went 15, and then they dropped down to five. So, so uh, tens of thousands of dollars we're talking. About. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, like three hundred yeah. grand or so. It would have cost. Wow. Me. Um, but I I let Jay assemble the self-made millionaire entrepreneurs, and I interviewed them. Okay, so one of these guys, and this is a funny story. Um, one of the women that I met flirts money out of men. I was her selling technique. She's a genius. I love it. I love uh, this. Okay. She's a short, little, busty uh, brunette, and she walks over and gazes adoringly up at this, at these tall guys, and bats her eyelashes, and they find themselves handing her five or ten grand. <laughs> Man, I need I was, to meet this chick. 
I was following around the room, and I introduced myself and uh, did some things with her for free. And then she started introducing me to her Rolodex. I think I know her. I think that's the one that got me. Uh, Well, (laughs) we won't mention names. I'm joking. Not giving out names. (laughs) I was doing a project for a dentist, a millionaire dentist she referred me to. And he loved what I had. I sent a a big list of, of ideas that I'd come up with after quizzing him. He said, you know, this is more valuable than the ten grand I just spent with practice builders. He says, but I'm not going to pay you. And I said, what? He says, instead, I just got back from a Walter Haley seminar, and you and he would get along. Walter scares the hell out of me. He says, I'm not going back, but here's his phone number. And then click. Okay. Yeah, you mentioned this, and you and this Walter yeah, Haley, so that's how I I've done a little research. This Everybody guy was worth a ton stress. of money. Okay. So, yeah, no, but he, it, it, it's fascinating to, to go through again because this gentleman is one of these uh, guys that kind of slips under the radar and was worth a ton of money. Well, that's because he's like most of the really big ones. He does not share what he does. It cost right. me $44,000. I went down over and over and over <clears throat> to figure out and to hear it and to go before and watch him sell. He doesn't put it in his audio programs. He, he died a couple years ago. He's got mm-hmm. a book that I highly recommend, but only about 50% of his system is in the book. It's called Breaking the No Barrier, the billion-dollar okay. selling system. So it's Walter Haley, H-A-I-L-E-Y. And he's my number one mentor, and I've combined his near system with what Kim came up with, and here's how it works. <clears throat> so rather than have it generic, which is my pet peeve with everybody I talk to, that gives Theory. some... Airy fairy, yep. you know. Here's how it works. Well, crap. You don't learn anything. Nope. So here's what I did for a little girl I met who was really brilliant at insurance. And as mm-hmm. you know, Vince, insurance is really murder to sell. It, it, it's. I've got a friend who just had a liver transplant, and his insurance is through the roof. And he sell. He sells life insurance, and he is just. It's. 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 It's it's almost painful to watch because okay. Well, you need to phony. put me on the phone with this guy because yeah, Judy, two hundred great guy, more than two hundred thousand dollars in forty eight hours. Let's run through it. That's fascinating. Right. And we we combined. Okay, so what you do, you call people up and ask them the question. You know, you want to make a lot of money. In her case, I said, okay, number one, I need to follow the money. This near naturally existing economic relationships is like a top-secret referral system. So you can generate leads, you can generate sales, whatever you want. And there's no resistance. Now, what do I mean by resistance? If you call up anybody and say, put me on the phone with one of your customers, and he says, why? I'm not going to risk somebody that's paying me money, you know, you messing it up. Okay. But Walter says, get your accounts payable or your checkbook the people that you're paying money to, nobody cares whether you talk to their supplier, right? Okay. So they're happy. Okay, so follow along. This is another thing where I can talk to somebody for 10 minutes, and they say, I didn't understand a word you said. Okay, which is why I give them the test. Okay, so step one, we've got Judy on the phone. I say, okay, Judy, you specialize in a kind of insurance that I want to help with. Will you agree to pay me 10% if I make you a couple hundred grand? She says, sure. Okay, so we have an agreement. 
I said, okay, number one, you are combining home insurance, auto insurance, and business insurance and saving them a bundle. She says, yes. I said, who are your top three customers? She said, well, I have uh, two gals who own a dental lab. I've got a guy that has a woodworking factory and a fellow that does upscale landscaping. Okay. Well, so I did a project with her and made her some money so she'd trust me. I said, okay, put me on the phone with these three people because we're going to apply. So now you've gone from her to three other. uh, uh, We've got three best customers. Right. Okay. Okay. Because I wanted to know if we could tap in and find more like her three best. Okay. Now, why do we want her three best? Because she's making $2,000 a month as long as they keep their insurance policy with her company. Sure. So $2,000 a month, you know, that's $24,000 per sale. Right. Why would I want to work for less, right? Exactly. I'm going to get 10%. All right. So I said, first, Judy, what I have to do is interview you. So we have like a five-minute interview on audio CD that we can send to prove that you can do this. She says, okay. So I did the interview, and now she's got proof. So then I called and talked to each of the the two gals who owned the dental lab were too shy. They wouldn't even talk to me. Ah. Wow. Yeah. The second guy was had just gone bankrupt uh, with his woodworking. He was doing, you know, he'll bid on a McDonald's or something and do all the curved sure. laminates and all that crap. So right. He was he was destitute. So uh, so that didn't work. So I called the third guy and and I got him. He was building a uh, water hazard in somebody's front yard who lived on a golf course. I said, what do you mean? He says, well, the guy's guy's wife's name's Susie, so he's got this letter S, and he's got this windmill and water fountain and a pond. and the le- So I said, well, how much does it cost? Okay. So I said, who are you paying the most money to in your landscaping business? He said, oh, that's easy. My, work, my wife works for this company. They're the largest shrub and tree supplier, you know, farm, in three states. So this was like a vendor he would use when he did his business. He yeah, went to them I want to know okay, who he's paying the most money to. Right, right, gotcha, okay. Okay, so I said, well, would you be willing to help Judy and me by putting me on the phone with the owner of the tree farm? Mm-hmm. No, because he's selling, because he probably knows a lot of landscapers like you. Sure. Okay, now what are we after? We're after more landscapers that can pay Judy two grand as her cut so I can get my 10%. Exactly. Now, this is the difficult part. You're putting, you're standing empathically in the shoes. So I'm standing empathically in Judy's shoes, in the landscapers. We'll call them Rick, Rick's shoes. And then we're talking empathically to the owner of the tree farm. Okay, so here's what I said. I said, uh, Rick and I are calling you because he says that he's paying you over $90,000 a month for shrubbery and trees and all kinds of stuff. He says, yes. He says, Rick's one of my top top landscapers. I said, very good. So how many landscapers do you have that are equal to or better than Rick? Because what are we doing? We're qualifying, right? Right. He says, well, we got about 72 and I'm counting my money. Oh, my God. 
I said, now, Rick, I'm helping Judy, who just saved Rick. How much is she saving you, Rick? And it came to, you know, tens, I think it was $9,000 a year on his insurance by combining God, that's all that. significant, stuff. sure. Absolutely. Yeah, it was, it was big money. Yeah, so yeah. He said, yeah, Judy saved me nine grand. He says, uh, so I said, well, can you put me on the phone with a couple other landscapers and let Judy do her thing? He says, if you can prove to me that she can save them thousands of dollars, I will refer you to all 72 because they could be spending that money with me. And they'll think I'm a good guy. I said, okay, so let me send you this audio interview I just did with Judy proving that it works. He says, okay. It's basically proving Judy's a badass at what she does. Yep. And it's and it's because it's audio, it's leveraged. It's but not like Judy's got to make a... Yeah. We didn't ask anybody for their customer list. We asked right. their, who are they paying the most money to? This is suppliers. Okay. I love so, that idea. That's, so that's, 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 gave, that's definitely different. After he got the audio program, you know, the audio interview, he says, okay, this will work. Um, he says, here's 10. Okay. So... What's ten times twenty four thousand dollars a year in Judy's pocket as her two hundred and forty grand. You got it. So if you know anybody who is really good at an insurance, I wanna talk to them. They can't do what I just described. It's too different. It's um That's like bad ass, Lynn. Yeah, it's like a fourth dimension. They can see the money, they can taste the money, they can hear the money, they can crinkle it, but they can't bank it. It's, it really is the six degrees to uh, Kevin Bacon theory on steroids. You're steroid. talking contrarian. Yeah. I do a free consultation for anybody who's interested. Um, you can email me or call me up, and I do a free consultation that guarantees to, well, we'll, we'll it used to be double your income and cut your work hours by 50%. But now I say mm-hmm. I'll cut your work hours by 50% and 10 times your income. Yep. And, and by the way, can... Glenn is very accessible. You're you're one of these guys that I, I swear to God, and I mean this in a good way. You are almost like a vampire, but except you you're up at night. You're up in the morning. Uh, I've actually seen you on. I've seen you online at four in the morning. I've yeah. seen you online at noon. And I said, does this guy ever friggin' sleep? Because people I've ask got, me the same question. I've got customers <laughs> in Hong Kong, Australia, Austria, yeah. you know, New Zealand. I'm helping a guy in New Zealand uh, with his wife's um, uh, hair cuttery business. She does uh, out of the garage. She cuts hair <laughs> out of his garage. That is very cool. I've got two of my favorite people, um, and it's not surprising they're both hot blondes. I know that's probably hard for you to believe that they would be two of my favorite people. I'm shocked. But- but it is so funny because they are a mother-daughter real estate investing combination. Um, and I noticed that one of the things you had on your list was uh, mom and daughter, number one realtors, yep. Yep. door-to-door method to create open house crowds. So this is for you, uh, Kathy and Aaron Harrison from Sandpiper Financial Group. I'd love to hear your – I'd love to here's, here's hear your um, – This I hear again and again. I have interviewed – Top number one realtors all over the world, and I hear this again and again, especially from women. The men, not so much, but uh, women know how to really. I say the women have a big advantage. I've been preaching it for a long time, and some people, yep. Yep. And if you saw these two, you'd understand why. Well, I just. Like the Barbie twins. I just taught this to a friend of mine who owns an apartment complex, 
and he said he had some empty, unrented apartments. And I right. said, okay, here's what you do. <laughs> so he put a note to this, you know, similar to this, in everybody's mailbox. And he had them all rented in 24 hours. I think he had 17 empty ones, so they were all rented in 24 hours. <clears throat> okay, so step one, women usually write well. Number yep. two, you're, when you have an open house, all of your neighbors are curious. The women especially, they want to come over and look at you. Oh, yeah, they're nosy. They want to, yeah. Yeah, desperate yeah, gossiping. They've been, you know, yes. so they're selling out. The men and the women, they want to know how much is this house selling for? Because it's similar to ours, and we want to know. Sure, comps. You know, it's, okay. especially in a market like this, it, it, it's it's you. It, truthfully, that 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 makes a lot of sense as well. Even more so today than probably ever. But people are real if interested. You get a cold business letter in your mailbox. You don't go right. to the open house. If you right. get something from a corporate entity, you don't go to the open house. No. But if you, if they say they're having a little tea party, and it's a handwritten. Thank you, no. Yep. Inviting you over in now the realtor signed the name of their neighbor. Wow. <laughs> it's handwritten, it's a doorknob hanger. That you don't have to worry about stuffing it illegally in somebody's mailbox right, or whatever. Right. You put on a mail the doorknob and it's a handwritten note, usually in some pink, you know, uh maybe even with a nice scent on the <laughs> You know, the envelope. So it's coming yeah. from a woman. <clears throat> and um, they say, wow, we can go over and go to Margie's Tea Party and see what our house is worth. See what her decorating is like. We've been trying to find out how she, who's her decorator. And, you know, and sh- shoot the breeze with the rest of the neighbors. The, what is the number one re- thing that people do online? Talk. Yeah. Well, yeah. it wasn't invented online. The number one thing that women do yeah. offline is talk. Yeah, so a.k.a. gossip. <laughs> so this is the number You pull an entire neighborhood into an open house, and then you play one person off against the other. I so love say, it. Who do you know that you would like to have as neighbors? Do you have a friend, a son, a daughter, a boss, you know, a colleague? that is really friendly, and uh, you'd like to have them as neighbors. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, give me their name, and we'll see if we can get them in here. Oftentimes, the parent will pay part of the rent or just buy the house for the son or daughter, and you got a home sold. Very, very interesting. Really, really powerful. That is. Um, Girl Scout, and I love those thin mints. Uh, oh, yeah. Talk to me about the Girl Scout who's won the national sales contest three years in a row. Okay, well That's... this was a while this was a while back, but um, I called her up and chatted with her briefly to make sure I knew what she was doing. And about how uh, old was she when she was doing this? Three years. I think like... she started at like twelve. 12, 13, 14. So, so now keep in mind there are thousands of Girl Scouts selling cookies every year. I know right. that. So for her to win this once is impressive. Three years in a row, that's not an aberration. How, what, what was she doing? Well, she started knocking on doors and, and said, phooey, she's in New York City. Uh, oh, wow. Actually, Nothing outside. works in New York City, D. <laughs> she was outside New York City and came to work with her mother 
and then she her knocking door knocking changed to she would knock on the doors of a high rise complex manager and say, Would you like to buy some Girl Scout cookies? And then she'd say, How would you like to get some Girl Scout cookies for free? If you let me stand in the lobby during wow. rush hour with my Where the crowd table. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's still knocking, but she's knocking on the doors of a skyscraper that might have uh, 1,500 or 2,000 apartment owners who are pretty affluent. That's like shooting um, uh, fish in a uh, penthouse. Okay, now here's what she told me. She says she knows, because she talked to the manager, how much they're paying for rent. So if anybody says, well, I'm broke, I can't afford cookies, she says, I know you're paying 2700 <laughs> or 5000 or, you know, uh, $20,000 a month rent, and you can't buy cookies? She raised her voice. Ego. Everybody well, now we got the Kobe Bryant uh, oh, she, thing she going. She embarrasses them. <laughs> she says, when they do that to me, I make sure there's people around, and I get real loud, and they, buy, they end up buying 10 boxes. They, she, she, so the ones that don't buy are almost shamed into buying uh, because, uh, uh, and, and you know what? That's the sheep mentality. they got to follow that. I love that. Not yeah, almost. no, not almost. She it is. You're what right. She's doing. No, but, no, no. Uh, I didn't mean her. I meant the customer. I said yeah, it. Yeah, it, it, They yeah. are shamed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they call it backing them into a psychological corner, and then she takes their money. Okay, now. But she's she, also with the crowd. She's positioned in front of the crowd. No. That's leverage. I mean, right. that's, that's right. geographical leverage. Um, brilliant. Let's. Um, I. You know, I love him. This is my guy. Uh, the legendary guy. I gotta bring him up every show. Gary C. Halbert, legend oh, okay. of all time. Door to door vacuum cleaner shenanigans. All right, well, this is I, I can't just... wait to hear this. Uh, this is good. This is greatest copywriter Gary... who ever lived. People, Gary Halbert. If you don't know I, him, I you, called... you, you ought to. Yep, I called Gary up, and he wasn't there, so I left a message, and he called me back because I was talking about money. You know, the easiest way to get people to call you back is say. I owe you money, or I, you know, I want to pay you a bunch of money, and they always right. call you back. <laughs> okay, so Gary called me back. I had a couple of referrals for him, and he got my message machine. Ooh, he didn't like those. Here's what Gary said. He says, "Glenn, your message sucks." He says, "You have one of the worst messages I have ever heard in my blankety blank life." And mm-hmm. he says, "You don't change that blankety blank message." You're costing yourself a blankety-blank fortune. <laughs> so, so nobody else had told me that, so I called Gary back and thanked him. Yeah. And he says, well, I'm glad you recognize that I'm helping you out here. Most people just get upset with me and get mad. I said, no, no, I'm I'm thankful. Nobody else said a, a word. It would be an honor for Gary Halbert to tell me to go F myself, to be no. honest with you. So, uh, you know, he, <laughs> or my he gave kid. me... Huh. So I said, you know, you and I have something in common. I'm trying to, you know, figure out some way to get him to tell me something. I said, mm-hmm. I used to sell vegetables door-to-door and advertising, and I hear you used to sell vacuum cleaners door-to-door. He says, oh, yeah. I said, well, do you have a couple minutes? You know, I'd really like to know your secret because you were really up high in the vacuum cleaner sales. So he says, yeah. I was he selling be. Kirby's back then or was it? Uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I was just curious. Okay. He he said he kept switching because um, he was <laughs> trying to find a better profit. 
Yeah. Gary didn't really like jobs too well anyway. So no. <laughs> so he said he kept testing things, and he got it to the point where he could he he wouldn't sell. He had to say a certain number of things. Okay, so here's his here's his spiel. And ninety percent of this happens before he talks vacuum cleaners, which is the secret. Right. Okay. So number one, if you're going to sell door to door, and I've taught. People sell uh, security systems and whatever you're selling door to door. You need to. We have an AT an AT uh, the ADT member on WBE, so I want to hear oh, that okay. after this. I've after this, let's with go several with ADT uh, guys. But I want to hear about Gary first. <laughs> All right, here's what Gary does. Did <clears throat> so. Okay, number one, he has a bottle of water with a sprayer in his car, so he sprays his face so it looks like he's sweating profusely. Right. And number two. He has a map. So he's got this map all folded up and wrinkled, and he makes sure it's upside down. Okay, number three, he gets a mirror and he ruffles his hair like he's all frustrated and out of sorts and he's lost. And and he puts a befuddled look on his face. (laughs) And then he gets his little vacuum cleaner and his uh, kit or whatever, and he goes stomping up to the door. And he knocks. Okay. Right. And he says, what you want to do is go either on the weekend or after they're home. Or the, no use knocking on the door if nobody's home. Right. So he says, I started it that way, and then I discovered that I could ask people, who else do they know You know, that's home after I sold them a vacuum cleaner? And I says, I know I do it all by referral. <clears throat> he says, but I pretend you know, that I'm lost at first. Right. Okay. So he stands up, knocks on the door. And people, you know, it's knock-knock, and he says, uh, I'm lost, and I'm supposed to be meeting so-and-so. Now, he's memorized the address of one of the gal's neighbors, right? Right. An, an appointment to sell a vacuum cleaner to one of your neighbors, Mrs. Brown, you know, and he, he holds up the map, and he says, I'm lost, can you help me? Right. And she starts laughing, and then he talks about his son-of-a-bitch of a boss, Got him out here. And son, you know, while he's having a beer, and and he says, Do you, "Have you ever had a boss like that?" Yeah, I've had bosses like that. So instead of him being on the opposite side, he's on their side of the table now because they've got an sob boss too. Right. And then he says, "You know, could you uh, point out where this person is? You know, who's going to buy a new vacuum cleaner, so I can get over there and not miss my appointment." And so she traces on the map and says, you know, you just go down here and you turn left. And um, he says, well, will you do me a favor and give me something to drink because I'm dying out here. Uh, You've been so kind. I figured now he's in the house. Right. He says, you know, I really figured, you know, I owe you so much because you've given me something to drink. Been so nice. Most people kick me out, you know, slam the door in my face. And I'd like to do you a favor. Would it be okay if I vacuum your living room rug and do a little bit of your sofa here? i got some special, you know, uh, right. park remover. She says, yeah, okay, uh, f- fine. Once he turns that sucker on, she, there, it's sold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That you know what I can I I I I can I can picture it too with Gary. I mean I I can it, it's just it doesn't surprise it, it doesn't oh, surprise he, he's me. He's really a master. At he, the guy I like I said one of the great not not just copywriters but marketers. Um, ADT Home Security Sa- System Sales. 
Um, I think we actually have, uh, I think there's a member over at WBE who's in that business. I thought that was, it's almost like you know, so it doesn't surprise me. A lot of what well, you have on this list. I know what so. I know what they say now, so I'll tell you that first. Okay. Here's what they do now. And I plus this for a couple guys, but <clears throat> number one, um, big mistake. They go cold. So they they train people to knock on 50 doors an evening if possible. Or more. The old cold calling by, yeah. Yeah. So the guy I was talking, you know, helping was number one, and he had like 20 guys that he was coaching. And he taught them all to go up cold and knock on doors. And they were falling like flies. And I was laughing. He said, what's so funny? But, okay, so here's what they tell you to do. You knock on the door, and I'm knocking on this uh, receiver a lot. Hope everybody enjoyed this. We're knocking on doors like crazy. Okay. But I'm saying, do this on the phone. You don't need to door-to-door. If it works door-to-door, it works ten times better over the phone. All right. So, knock, knock, knock. And he says, hello, my name is Dan. And we're doing a test in this area. We're giving away home security systems. Do you have one? You know, according to our list, you don't. And the person says, well, no, I, I don't have one. I don't need one. Okay, now what I did was improve. I interviewed a former senator who had some strategies for selling lead paint abatement. and Right, I see that things. on the list too, yeah. <clears throat> yep. So what I do is borrow things from geniuses who become millionaires uh, door knocking. And apply and them so, to other applications. Yeah, yeah, because it's okay. all good. So I said, yep. go to the police station and find out a bunch of his neighbor's homes that have been burgled and print it out. And when he says he doesn't need a security alarm, he <laughs> says, well, I don't know. According to this, 50 of your neighbors in this neighborhood have been broken into. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Um, and he says, you really don't want a free home security system? Well, okay, I'll change my mind. So he works through all the free stuff, you know, da 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 da, da you know. He says, okay, now the only thing that we ask you to pay for is the monitoring because we got labor. Right. And that's right. not for our company. This is a test. We're completely giving you the security system. The installation is free. You know, the labor, we check it, but we got a ADT, which is the sister company, sure. you know, that we offload the, the problem which is somebody's got to monitor your home when you're not there. Right. If it goes off, they see the little alarm, and they send the police. Yeah. Okay. So that's only X number of dollars a month. Now, the important thing is you get the seal closed. They've said yes. They've signed all the papers, and they said, oh, one more thing. You know, we, we offload the monitoring, and we can't get away from the labor. Somebody's got to watch your security system. Uh, right. So he says he closes about one out of ten, when he, and he's number one. Uh, wow. He does it cold. Now, <clears throat> what I tried to do, and we. So he's number him, one doing one out. He's closing one, one out, out of ten, 10 the hard, the old, the the, the hard oh, way, God. and he's actually number one. <laughs> yeah. So, so now, what happens now that he's with the, with well, the? I asked him bit. how much money he makes per sale, and he told me it was a lot. So I said, well, that means you could afford to pay the ADT charges, couldn't you, for a month or two? He said, yeah, I could. Why would I want to do that? 
either because if you ask for referrals of people who are equal to or better than them as far as needing a home security, and they get a will, free month. You will get 90 wow. days of monitoring for each person that they refer. And when they say yes, and here's the names, I said, you don't stop then. You hand them the phone and say, okay, call them for me. You don't make the appointment. Let them do it. And that's okay. positioned access because now they're hearing from a friend, not a salesperson. Yeah, this, this got him to three or four out of ten, which is wow. massive. That's I mean, massive. That's huge. Massive. That's huge. Yep. That's, that, that's because huge. they're not cold anymore, and they're getting the free stuff. And after they've got all this stuff installed, well, then the fine print says it costs money to rip it out. <laughs> Exactly. You take it out of the windows and the doors, and, and then you got to. And once it's in there, you know, you know, I, I think it's like anything else. I think once people have it, there, well, there is a. As, there. A, as a Mayo can tell you about his signs, you know, he goes in, talks to a prospective home seller, and he says, "Would you mind if I put a sign in your yard?" Well, he hasn't mm-hmm. even sold or bought the house, and he's got a I know, sign I love in it, the yeah. yard. Oh. I, I've got realtors cracking up when I tell them that. Is that not is that not one of the most brilliant things? Or how yeah. about I mean, it, it was written up, I believe, in the Wall Street Journal where it talked about uh, maybe you can't sell your house, maybe you don't want to, and it talks about how awesome they've got signs up there for houses they really don't could care less if they sold or not. Exactly. And they just use exactly. lead generation, which yeah. is it's brilliant. It really is. That's one of those. Yep. I, I, you know, and of course he'll he'll say. Uh, something humble, uh, but if he, well, but again, but he's a badass and he knows that. Azam will be definitely. the first to tell you that it requires you, the ability to make a friend, yeah. get trust and rapport, or sure. they're not going to let you put the stinking sign in their, yeah, in their yard. Yeah, exactly. What, what, like tell, me about, tell me about, this is kind of interesting, um, a former senator... I assume that okay. state senator in yep. Oklahoma is yep. getting richer selling lead paint abatement and asbestos removal. Okay, you will love this. Um, this is really blackmail. Now, he, <laughs> you know, because he, he comes from government. What do government people do? They force you to do stuff that you don't yeah. want. That's their job, right? Yeah, they're lobbyists, sure. And the, and the bigger the government is the more stuff they force us to do. Sure. So he is now retired, but that's what he knows to do. Okay. Now, I've made quite a few clients money with versions of this, so don't just assume it's him. All right, so I'm on the phone with this guy. I get referred, and he starts telling me what he's doing, and I'm cracking up. I said, this is not illegal? He said, no, no, it's, it's legal. I said, okay. Legal blackmail. I love it. Yeah, okay. So here's what he does. Number one, he knows all of the people who are in the business. In other words, if you've got buildings, apartment complexes, or commercial properties that have lead paint on them, Mm -hmm. and you know it, um, there's a requirement by law that you do something about it. Same thing, especially with the asbestos. Oh, asbestos so, was uh, yeah. I mean that 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 I've heard more about than the lead paint. So that's why I was curious so about the lead he, paint. Yeah. He goes to your local newspaper, radio station, whoever, and tries to find some. Well, actually, he has buddies who are in the inspection group. Let me not get ahead of myself. So would this be, would, let me ask you to cut you off real quick because yeah. I, the only reason I bring this up is because. Um, 
a former friend of mine and business partner had this problem, and I know people in Florida who have had this problem. I'm wondering, before you get into this, if this would also apply to mold. Yeah, yeah, it will. Okay, because mold is a real issue for some people. It creates severe health hazards. Oh, it'll it'll kill you. Well, especially after the hurricanes went through Florida, uh, right. there are a lot of houses right now that still have mold. And, okay, so uh, step one. Okay. Step one is he calls some of his buddies. He says, I want to develop a new county. You know, uh, who would I call who's an inspector who's finding lead paint problems or, um, you know, the asbestos? And so he right. gets a phone number. So he calls him up and he says, I pay referral fees. He says, uh, just between you and me and the bedpost. You know, for anybody you send me to who's got a lead paint or an asbestos problem, and he says, could you send me any newspaper articles or or do you know somebody you're about to cite and and fine $25,000? He says, yeah, I got one I'm serving today. He says, would it be okay if I send a reporter over to write that up? No, sure, fine. Okay, so now he's armed with... This is another strategy. You can call any newspaper and get your stuff written up. If oh, I know that. I've been preaching yeah. it for two years, that yep. people can manufacture press. Why but they spend can... money if you can have it for free? And it's more credible. It's not yep. an ad. I tell people that. The so press is dying to make you famous. <laughs> Here's how you do it. You find a stringer who's a part-time reporter, and yep. he gets paid by the newspaper to write the article, and he already has a relationship with the editor. So this article goes into the paper about this poor bastard getting fined for asbestos or lead paint. Okay, so then the former senator cuts out the article about the twenty-five grand and wow. makes copies and does a mailing to all yeah. the business owners. <laughs> this is like, my favorite one so far. Like I, the this, guy. This is- the, Suppose the fellow was a plumbing, you know, he had a bunch of buildings and they were rusted and it was lead paint. So he mails to all the plumbers in that county, right? And he says, na, 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 na. Uh, they're coming to get you. And then he calls him and says, uh, would you like me to come over and, and evaluate how much it's going to cost to start work on your lead paint abatement? The guy says, hell no, I can't afford that. Then he calls in. Well, he can't afford the $25,000 fine. No, either. no, no. The senator calls the inspector and says, okay, i got these guys who said no. Could you call them up and tell them you're going to think about coming over? (laughs) So the guy says, oh, my God. So the fellow says, well, if you've got somebody who started lead paint abatement or remediation, we won't come over. But, you know, you have to call before, you know, Monday because uh, once we're there, then it's too late. If we find a problem, 25000 Okay, so wow. the guys call in a panic back to the senator, and uh, former senator, pardon me, we got to make that distinction. Yeah, but and, you know what? Senator, <laughs> it's like Jesse Ventura said, I'm going to have Jesse Ventura on my show in a couple months, the former governor <laughs> of Minnesota. I love Jesse Ventura. And as he says, it's still Governor Ventura. You don't lose your title. No, There's a lot no. of positioning built in with that senator there, right? No. Just, yeah. No. Whether he's in office or not. <laughs> okay, now this guy doesn't have to hire other telemarketers. He might make 50 calls a day, and he'll close them all. I bet he does. <laughs> that is, that is. Uh, I'm trying to think, and I don't, and I have to do it off the air. But I'm trying to think 
there has got to be several other applications for that. Oh, I can give you that, one. I just got off the phone with a guy. Uh, it's last month. He was trying to sell, by the way, another law says that all trucking companies have to do a drug test. You know, because if you're on drugs and you yeah, drive Yeah, on the methamphetamine, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Okay, so uh, this guy, his idea was to sell a little drug test that, that small trucking company owners could test their own employees with rather than go to some giant company, corporate uh, medical company that would charge you through the nose, right? Right. Okay, but that wasn't working. So he called me up and he said, what can I do? So I said, well, I have an idea adapted from the senator. I was telling him what the senator was doing. He said, I can't do that. I said, yeah, my idea isn't that exactly. So we put together a little kit. Now, this hinges on human nature. The California Highway Patrol, when they go out and find a trucking company who's in violation, violation, they got to write up all this paperwork and do all this work and come back again and again. They don't want to do that. So what he did was call all the highway patrol inspectors and give them a letter, bunch of letters, and a little kit that he can that they can give to anybody they find, so they don't have to bill them, you know, fine them five thousand dollars and do all this work. So they say, if you hire this guy to do the inspections, buy his little kit, then you won't get fined five grand. So he started making money like crazy because the California Highway Patrol were giving away his little kit, and they would call him frantically and hire him to supply the little kits, do-it-yourself kits. Who's going to say the no to a guy? See, that's the other thing I'm seeing. Uh, again, that's that uh, in, in both scenarios, one is a senator in the case of this, this is uh, there's a lot of position strength when yeah. you're dealing with cops. But at least too, you're not standing over them, blackmailing them. But it's it's the California Highway Patrol are too lazy to do the paperwork. Oh sure, yeah. Um, but you, yeah. see, if their administrators knew that they were losing five grand because these officers were too lazy to do the paperwork, <laughs> they'd be mad. Well, yeah. So it's a. Uh, uh, one of our contrarian under the, you know. Yeah, I, I, that, I love, you know, it's almost, it's, uh, I think the word is it's a contrarian legal shakedown. And, and, and the truth is, I'm going to be honest with you, um, I, you know, a certain person I knew up in Canada lived in a house with bulls so bad that it was affecting her children, and somebody like that shouldn't even have a house because he knew yep. it and would do nothing yep. about it. And in that particular instance, um, you know, there's certain, and, and I also think it plays into the green society that we live in now where everything's green. So, you know, I, I, that to me is really, that is, one of the, that is one of the most badass things I've heard on this show, and I've heard some pretty good stuff. I, I love that one. I'm glad we hit the senator because I would have, uh, okay. uh, I don't know what. what can, I'm glad that, you like that, that one. That I love. <laughs> um, let's see, just because just I do own a restaurant, which I hate, um, this is interesting, and then I want to move on to some of the stuff okay. up top. But how a $22 million mentor saved his favorite restaurant and eats oh, for yeah. free with door-to-door chicken salad offer. Okay. I love your bullets. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do write good bullets, don't I? You great, great bullets, man. <laughs> now, Gary Hubbard is my bullet-writing mentor. Um, there's a quote from Gary. Gary says, the entire reason for writing a sales letter is to get people to read your bullets. Says because yep. the bullets are what closes the sale. 
I haven't seen that anywhere else. I don't know about you. For copywriting, uh, it's valuable. Okay, so let's see. Where are we? Okay. Uh, Restaurant. So this guy um, had his favorite Korean restaurant, and they were going down the tubes. He says, okay, if you promise to let me eat for free. No, no, no. They grew up in America, but they're serving you know, Asian dishes mostly. Okay. So millionaires don't do anything, especially this guy's worth $22 million. He's He is so tight, he squeaks. Right. So, he's going to take yeah. it with him when that's, he dies. Well, yeah. that's why he's got all this money. He doesn't spend well, it. Let's do. He's, well, that's another story. I, yeah, that's I'm another story. With him and I can tell – okay, that's another story. But he's he's really smart, so – he uses brain power instead of money. So he says, okay, mm-hmm. if you let me eat here every day for free, I will turn your restaurant around and make it a million-dollar enterprise. And the guy says, okay. <clears throat> he says, okay, number one, um, I need to take some of your great chicken salad to all of the real estate brokerages. They have regular meetings, so I'm going to call the real estate brokerages, so call the broker, Tell me, want to feed them for free? When will the real estate meeting be held? Okay, so your job is to whip up the chicken salad, you know, plates with the plastic right. knives and forks and stuff. And he says he also went to the printer and had a map on the napkin. So he had directions to get to the restaurant, right? Love it, love so it. And I'm assuming the chicken salad was the signature thing oh, every restaurant. God. It was, he says yeah, it, it was to die yeah. for. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they start supplying the, the – every day they would, you know, every they call up and say, would you like chicken salad for lunch? So especially you want to talk to the broker, the number one, two, and three realtors um, who have the most customers. So he says even if you can't get everybody at a meeting – you supply chicken salad to the top four. Gotcha. Okay, pretty soon there are lines at this restaurant. Now, why? Because each of the realtors has to eat lunch somewhere, and they meet right. customers somewhere. And why not at this place with this to die for? you got the best of salad. both worlds here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that was, that's, now, that's now very good. This, he got this idea from the chick, the, the chocolate chip cookie lady. Right, Debbie right. Fields. Fields. That's, yep, that's where he got the idea. Who also started her company door-to-door, if I'm not mistaken. Completely by accident. Everybody told her, oh, you're chicken. What about Wally Amos? Didn't he do the same thing? I think he probably modeled Debbie Fields. Do you remember I, Famous Amos? I don't know. I his somebody bought out his his chocolate chip cookies. And right, but you, he he was in the music business yeah. and he pretty much uh, got famous. I um, wore you famous for wearing the kind of the the Aloha style fedora. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know what Wally did. Um, but he, he gave away. Well, PR. I know what he did. He t- he said he started by giving it giving the cookies away. Right, and well, next thing you know, Marvin Gaye, the late singer, and a yep. few other music yep. clients actually uh, backed uh, him. It was, Interesting. Okay. Well, Debbie started a little shop, and she wasn't selling anything. So rather than waste the cookies, she went up and down the street, giving them away to all of the little businesses up and down. And the next day, she was mobbed. So she accidentally discovered 
So, um, you know. Instead of build it and they will come, you come to them. And if you've got a good – Dan Kennedy did that with one of his clients. He said – I think it was a food product. And he he, he gave him some brutal advice. He said, if you're telling me the truth – you're going to be in good shape," he said. "If you're lying to me, you're going to go bankrupt." And he well, said, "He said the the the, uh, the solution is you give it away, whatever it right. was, smoked salmon or something." And it was that good, and that was you give it away the first time. And after well, that, Vinny, it was, do you know, do you have a signature product or something at your restaurant that really smells good? Because I got another idea. Um, I I do, um, but there I I I'm back in the bar, so yeah. There, I mean, we have several. Okay, different well, things. well, once you set it to, into action, you don't have to be there to do it. <clears throat> this one, um, if you got something that you're cooking in the kitchen that really smells good, what you do is put a fan and put it up above the ductwork and fan it out into the sidewalk where people are passing. If it really smells, the place will be full just by right. Some, Pushing the smell of the, you know, the barbecue. Unfortunately, the only, and you know what, I've actually seen that, and, I, and I'll tell you where I was very, it wouldn't necessarily work here, primarily okay. because of our location. The only people passing by here are crackheads for the most part. <laughs> We're right on the corner of uh, uh, State Highway, but I'll tell you where, where I noticed it a lot that. of people. I, I, I know well. No, we get some real. We get high end clientele. I'm just saying that the location okay. itself um, is New Orleans. I've seen it a lot walking down yeah. the French Quarter and say, "Oh my God, that you know," because they've got the open kitchens. Um, I, I I know it's effective because when I was in New Orleans, there were many a restaurant I'd walk into because of that alone. I'm sure. Um, how I love this one. How to steal a job by pretending to know the CEO in front of the head of personnel? Okay, I've done. Part of that, not the really rotten part, but the part about calling the CEO. Let me explain the original. By the way, this is. Or if you want to uh, go, go, or you can do the one call the CEO and get the person with the job you want fired and take his spot. Either uh, well, one. Do, we'll do both of them if you like. All I right. <clears throat> um, I went to a $20,000 seminar and met a gentleman named Bob Morrison, and Bob invented both of these and got. Dozens and dozens and dozens of jobs this way. He's a he's a real character. <clears throat> okay, so number one, you want to get a job, say. So you run an ad for the exact kind of job that you're qualified for, except you put the pay about 25% higher than everybody else is paying. So right. you get a bunch of phone calls, right? And people submit their resumes, and on the resume it says where they're working now. So right. you call the companies where they're working and uh, find out you know, if this is the kind of job that you want and if you think you'd be happy there. And you pick out the one you want, and you talk to the guy's boss and say, did you know that Vinny is shopping around for a new job? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I'm going to fire him. He said, well, I'm qualified. That's okay, you're hired. bastard. <laughs> yeah. Okay, no. I n- never did that, but I thought it was very elegant. Okay, hey, man, so. I, did, 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 I, I love the fact that, you know, a lot of people are are so politically correct, they wouldn't even mention something like that. That's why this show's different, so I, I, I appreciate you. Okay, remind everything. me. What was the other one? Just to jog my Oh, how to call the CEO of the company okay. and get the person with the job you want fired, then Here's take your spot. Here's what you do. Well, there's <laughs> a few people I'd like to take, you know, uh, <laughs> well, that's another story. Go ahead. Well, you, you can either get them fired or you can just 
create a job or force the personnel department to hire you. Here's how it works. Um, I actually taught this to a friend of mine in New York, and he used it and got a job. Uh, so this is not whistling Dixie. Step right. one, you do some research and find out where would you like to work. Right. Okay? And usually on the, the website, they'll tell you about the CEO, and sometimes they'll tell you which school he went to. Okay, so then if you don't find that on the website, I've called them up and you say, I'm fundraising for Harvard grads, and I hear your boss graduated from Harvard, and we're, we got this big thing that we're doing. We'd like him to donate. The lady goes tiptoeing back and says, it comes back and says, he went to Stanford, not Harvard. I said, thank you very much. Okay, so then you call Stanford and work your way to the librarian, and you know what year he graduated, so you get her to look at the yearbook, and you write down the names of his classmates that he might remember, right? Exactly. Ah. <laughs> uh. so then you drive over. Oh, yeah, you like, a, you know, maybe you might hear something like, oh, maybe the ex-president of the United States might have been starting cocaine. Well, well you drive over to the guy's office, and you wait for That's him to come true. out for lunch. <laughs> you follow him to the restaurant, and you accidentally brush up against him, you know, bang, bang. And I said, oh, uh, Vinny, remember me from uh, Stanford? <laughs> the same class with... You know, uh, you like to swim, and you had that beautiful blonde on your arm. Let's see, what and was And he had the name? best uh, weed in town. He, he's embarrassed. He can't remember <laughs> you. Right. So, so you, he says, you say, oh, you know, I'm uh, looking for another job. Uh, do you think it would be okay if I apply where you work, you know, your company? And the guy's embarrassed. Oh, I see. Yeah, sure. So he, go over, over, he goes over and apply. Now, here's where the brilliance comes in. Okay, you go and you tell the president of the personnel department, you know, the director, that you're a friend of her boss or his boss. Right. She may or may not believe that. But you come back the next day and you bring a gift for the CEO. And you accidentally leave your portfolio or your briefcase under the desk of the CEO's executive secretary. So when you're in the personnel department, you say, oh, I forgot my, you know, I stopped upstairs to talk to my buddy, and I forgot my suitcase, my my briefcase. Do you mind if I call up there? Okay. So you have this conversation in the hearing of the director of personnel. Um, you know, did uh, did Brad, uh, did I leave my suitcase up there when I gave Brad, uh, you know, uh, something, a gift from Stanford? Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll stop up and get it. Okay, now what are the chances you're going to get a job? Is she going to say no to a buddy of the CEO? I don't think well, so. Well, no, because she might lose her job. And, That's and, right. And, 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 and so in that one, you, you didn't get anybody fired, but she was afraid not to hire you because you're a friend. Now, in reality, the Stanford grad CEO doesn't know you from Adam. No, but I, you know what? What you've just done is something that can be also applied in other applications as well. Um, and that's what I want people, when they hear stuff like that, to don't just get honed in on one thing. I mean, I've already told people about the Steve Jobs story because we talked about it on the last show where one of your clients actually got hooked up with Steve Jobs. I want to bring one up because this this fascinates me. I love old school marketing because, as I've always said, 
It well, works wait, wait, wait. Today. Would you like me to apply this to a specific case? Yeah, where if, you, we, if you'd like to, yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. One. And then I want to talk yeah. about the pizza boxes because there's a reason behind that. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, please do apply the, it. Uh, I got a phone call from a woman who had never done consulting before. She says, mm-hmm. I, I need to get into this construction company, but I don't know how to make an appointment. I said, okay, what would you like me to do? She says, well, could you help me win an appointment with the owner of the construction company? I said, sure. So what kind of consulting? Had, I mean, that doesn't, I'm a little confused. She wanted to be a, a, an offline consultant. She wanted to start consulting. Okay. She wanted to do marketing consulting for this total stranger, CEO of a construction company, and well, she... She didn't know how to get in and start. Ask the gatekeeper how to even initiate. Yeah, okay. I, said, uh, I said, okay, will you do what I say? She says, yes. Okay, I, so I said, number one, uh, look up and find out what the trade magazine for his industry is. Right. And then call him up and ask if they have a couple extra copies. Then go visit them and pick up the extra copies. Now, while you're there, ask the receptionist, if you could peek into her big boss's office, because you're really impressed by the look of this construction company, you know you'd like to. And you I could pose as the media too, couldn't you? Yes, Doing you could. But that's more difficult. Okay, all right, I'm just saying. Okay. But she right. posed as a, somebody whose nephew had to do a book report on construction, oh, okay. and she's. See, I got a story. If you got a story, okay. you can do anything. Reason yeah. why. So she said, "Yeah, I'll do that." I said, "Okay, now what I need from you." is where did he go to school, and number two, does he have any hobbies? It'll show. Does he golf? There'll be plaques and all kind of stuff on the walls. She says, okay. And I I said, if you can find out what his biggest charity project is, too, that'd be nice. So she she goes in, gets the trade magazines, and tiptoes, you know. She says, okay, he's not here, but we can let you peek. So she looks around and says, oh, thank you, thank you. Um, So she then tiptoes out. Okay. So she called me back, and the guy went to, uh, let's say, Harvard. So, again, I called the library, and, uh, oh, they gave me the wrong number, and I was ter- talking to somebody in um, the, what was it, the, the 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 president of the college's office. Right. And the lady had been there, and I mentioned this guy's name. She started giggling and cackling. She says, I've worked here for 30 years. I remember that bastard. He was drunk half the time, and he's always in trouble. <laughs> and she started telling me stories. She was the secretary for the president, and she, this guy was always in trouble. So, <laughs> so I, love I wrote it. down some of the stories. We talked to the librarian, wrote down the names, <clears throat> and found out what his charity was, and uh, did, made a call to find out you know, when the next charity banquet was, and... Um, so then I, I wrote a script for this lady, exactly what to say. She got an appointment, first phone call. It's, 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 it's amazing. I What you just said about looking at the office, um, I know in the barter course I talk about getting the model, the, uh, the breast augmentation, because the minute we were actually, I was sitting in the lobby, and, and um, we had noticed that this guy was an avid fisherman. He had mounts. He had magazines. And fishing, at that fishing point, people are nuts. Yo, guess where I sent him? I sent him, um, it was an $8,000 ITEX on trade uh, King Salmon fishing trip to a a lodge 
which was actually less than the cash price. It was a cancellation, and her particular surgery would have cost about 6500 cash. So it ended up in real money costing us, you know, pennies on the dollar because he was going to spend the money, and he always wanted to go fishing in Alaska anyway. Yeah. And that's the, and those are the things I tell people when, when uh, we all spend our money on something. If you oftentimes find out what it is, you can often get what you want by providing it. And uh, sure. it, it, it's interesting. Um, old school marketing, I, I really believe, works better today than it did in the day for the simple fact people are too lazy to lick stamps, they're too lazy to handwrite, they're too lazy to do this stuff. Um, I love, I, I don't know what the hell this is, but you've got it up there. Um, I know, again, at uh, Osm's group, they talk about one of the biggest ways they generated um, uh, leads. I won't go into the exact thing because that's his joint, but, I, you know, it's it's uh, pizza boxes. And, oh. and it's nothing new, but I know that you probably have a different application. Oh, yeah, so. I got a different... <clears throat> okay, now, this this comes... Some of my smartest, most affluent entrepreneurial mentors are women. Uh, it's weird, but if you go to a big seminar and a woman comes up to speak, uh, half the audience will get up and leave. Even the women, they don't seem to respect the women as much. I, I never, I, I, and I don't get it either, because I personally would tend to trust a female more I than a guy. I find the opposite is true. It's harder it's, for Yeah, women. yeah, not with so me, when you but I'm find somebody, you're right. They're really going gangbusters. Okay, so... This woman is a consultant. I mean, she is a genius, and I don't right. say that lightly. Multimillionaire right. from Alabama, real genius. Okay, so Donna <laughs> tells me that she's doing consulting, and she gets a call from an advertising specialties company. Now, you know what they are, right? Yep, they sell the the little uh, widgets with your name on it, like matchbooks, lighters, coffee mugs. Yeah, the mugs. mugs and the pens yep. and the, you know, that stuff. Yep. Okay. I've, so this yep. this company was owned by two brothers. This is Texas, <clears throat> and they wanted to get to the CEOs of ten multi-billion-dollar corporations, and their concept was they wanted to get a little store inside this giant corporation's existing stores to sell advertising specialties, but they couldn't get an appointment. So he says, "No problem, I'll get you in there." So. She calls them up, each of the you know giant corporations, and unlike the two brothers, she knew what she was doing. So <clears throat> she says, "Let me talk to the media department." So she gets on the phone with somebody whose job it is <clears throat> to mail out media kits right. about the CEO. So we got photos and pictures sure. and bios and all kinds yep. of stuff, right? And they send them out for free. Wow. So she's got a bio and a media kit for 10 of these CEO stuck-up, egomaniacal uh, CEOs. Mm -hmm. All right. Then she goes to the two brothers who got the advertising specialties company, and you would recognize this. Uh, this is exactly what we did to get Steve Jobs on the phone. Ego. Right. Ego stroking. Yep. <clears throat> so she took a bunch of blank pizza boxes and says, can you put his picture CEO's picture I, on the pizza wow. box. Not small. It, two foot by two foot. And inside, what we're going to do is put I've a never heard mug. this. I've heard flyers. I've never put heard. put a mug a, with his wow. face on We're going to put a bunch of pens and rollers and baseball caps and anything they it. could think of. They put his face on it. 
And then in the middle of all this debris, which is all about him, it says, we would like to, you know, would you have a few minutes to talk to us about making a lot of money? Okay, sure. You know, what is he going to say? And he said, and it might, it says, P.S., we got an even better idea than the pizza box with your, you know, name on it. Okay, so <clears throat> eight out of ten appointments. Success. Wow. Eight out of ten. That, you know. That's, that, that, uh, that, that's off the chain. And that leads me to this one because this Wait, wait, wait. One, let, me, let me finish oh, the, okay, okay, the story. Okay, I'm sorry. The okay. funny part of the story was that the two brothers were told no by all eight of the CEOs. However, they hired Donna to create pizza box sales systems for their salespeople because they couldn't get in and talk to CEOs either. <laughs> so she started a second business getting these guys in the door with a pizza box. Ego. Now, when uh, th- let me win one Booster. quick question because i got to keep an eye on the clock. And I, I, okay. um one question. Well, I gave you this, two or three pages, so we're not going to. No, finish. I know it, but one this the picture was it superimposed or was it a uh, a flyer that was attached to the box? Um, it was right on the pizza box, although. So it was actually was, printed on it. That yeah. is something I've never heard of. That's that's yeah. that's incredible. Now I would assume. Okay, okay. Now I got gotcha. you. Here's one that leads me to this one. Because, um, again, one of the things Ozum always talks about, and it's so true, he said, find, find people in, around you, three people that could double or triple your business, and you have given so many great ideas on how to reach people. I, I'd love a spin on this one here. Um, call the CEO of a company with a guaranteed full-page article in his home paper and his number one trade magazine. <clears throat> because okay. that, to me, would be a hell of a way to, to get some rapport with the CEO of a company. Now, as with everything else, this requires work up front before your phone call. Um, this and is by the way, you're, you're doing a lot of researching. What about things like LinkedIn? And um, I notice I notice LinkedIn is geared towards. Um, I don't know if they provide as much. It sounds to me like, really, truthfully, the way you're doing it is more effective because you're getting the real deal from other people. LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn doesn't have that many entrepreneurs. That you know, these are the people I, got I want to talk to. Just curious. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, so Fire away I go right to one. the I go right to the source, right? There's no boundaries, right. no country. Uh, you go. Well, I just you meant for go. research purposes. It sounds to me like you you're doing it the right way on a street level, rather than because we all are going to put up something on the uh, LinkedIn. It's sure not going to be. Oh, I was drunk half the time on the job. Well, um, you know what I'm saying. Um, well, the, the so people that about, I'm talking. See, these are the inventors, the real right. entrepreneurs, the top three percent of America. That right. are driving innovation and you know driving us forward. The rest of the people are screeching on the brakes, saying, ah, "I don't want to change." Well, exactly. we're well, no, exactly. No, absolutely. So, so call the CEO with a guaranteed full-page article in his home paper. All right, again, there's a lot of there's some preparation, and I right. didn't and I didn't create this out of nothing. I borrowed it from three or four different entrepreneurial sure. salespeople. So number one. Number one insurance agent I was talking to, and he told me how he became number one and only worked nine to five. I said, well, what are you doing? He says, well, I niche. I said, explain. He says, well, I go to an industry, say tree farms. And I say, you're selling insurance to tree farms? He says, no, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> he goes to the trade magazine for tree, tree farms. 
And he says, you really could benefit from an article about how the families who inherit a tree farm can't afford to buy the tree farm from the dead without buying insurance, you know, that will help mm-hmm. pay because the taxes and every, everything will eat them up. Right. And the editor says, oh, that's a good idea. Could you have this in there? And, you know, the editor will help you write the article. So he also contacts a couple of the people who are writing columns in that trade magazine and asks them for a quote. Then when he talks to the final big editor, he name drops the two guys that have been with him for a decade who are writing his, you know, columns. So we're going to have quotes from Jim Smith and, you know, Eric Brown. Oh, okay, okay, done. Um, Can you give us uh, 2,700 words by next week, next Monday? Okay. So he prints this. He gets the reprint rights, prints a bunch of copies, goes to a trade association meeting, clips candy bars to his article. Now, how many insurance agents do you figure are at the tree farm trade (laughs) association meeting? Zero? Yeah. Yeah, And he hands out a couple thousand candy bars. And when he comes home, he writes $50 million worth of insurance in a week. Unbelievable. Now, there's something like... um, 400,000 trade industry publications in the world, probably in the U.S. Yep. alone. He yep. ain't going to run out. No. So um, I, I've got, now wait, go ahead. Go ahead. So I took this idea and a couple others and thought, oh, why, why can't we do that to reach a CEO? Because their job is to get ink and publicity and media sure. and good press. Especially if they're publicly <laughs> traded. It's even better. Oh, yeah. Keep the so, stock, you know, the shareholders happy. So I have people paying me thousands of dollars just to make an appointment with the CEO, and here's one of the things I do. <clears throat> so I call up the trade association for his, you know, industry, and I get a couple free copies. I find out what the cost is, tell him I'm going to run an ad, but I also want to write an article, and I'd like his help. And then I also call up the local biggest newspaper and ask who is the it's a part-time reporter. They're called stringers. Who would right. they recommend as a stringer to help me on an article that they could submit and get paid for? Okay, so number one, I got a stringer who's writing an article for me, and I don't have to pay because the newspaper, the generic big newspaper in that city pays. <clears throat> and he has a relationship with the newspaper editors. That's, that's the key point. He's also it's not it's not that you're just getting someone to write it because anybody can do that. It's that you're getting the, the person to write it who's actually connected. Yep. I mean, this isn't like somebody in the Philippines going to just write something for five cents a word. You're actually do this. This is what people really need to pay attention to. That's yes. a real important point you're making. So there. you get a three by five card and you write the editor's name of the newspaper and you write the stringer's name and phone number. You write the trade magazine editor's name and what he's asked you to create. Now, you, the fun part of this is you don't have to write anything. The stringer writes the article. <laughs> he gets paid by the newspaper. And then you call up the CEO. Now, I've had CEOs call me back from their airplane, flying back from a meeting in Europe or somewhere over the co- you know the coast of Africa or somewhere. Mm-hmm. They want to do this. So because I 
have enough information. I talk to their executive secretary. I say, I've got a full-page article pre-approved in your trade magazine. I've got a full, you know, big article pre-approved in your local New York Times or Los Angeles or Boston Tribune or whatever. Who's going to say no to that, I need to interview your CEO. Where is he? Uh, well, let me, well, uh, just a second. Uh, let me see if he's here. Uh, if you're close to secretary and he find, and, and, and you position yourself like you're doing, she, she is, I don't care if she worked for the Pentagon. She's going to get him on the horn. This is what you're, you're, you're at. Your positioning is brilliant here. Who, I mean, oh, I mean what is she going to do? Oh, I'm sorry, boss. Uh, the six o'clock news was here. They wanted to run a full page ad, a story on you. And I told him, no, it ain't going to happen. It's beautiful. I love this. Oh. But let's go back to the beginning of our conversation. We were talking about most people aren't going to be able to hear, no. see, or do this no. because they don't know how to get in rapport and trust. And I give them a right. test. So you now can let's learn get it. into that. We got nine minutes. I, okay. I I can't hit another bullet or we'll run out of time. <laughs> I want you to hit the sites. I want you to tell people what you do. I want you're going to use this last eight minutes. Um, and this was good therapy for me uh, on a really, really well, bad to, day for me. I appreciate you it. You sounded, you sounded a little. Down I am real depressed. I'm, I'm having. I, it's, it's, it's been a very depressing, uh, real bad day uh, uh, well, for I, me, my, and I appreciate you being on. The, the, I, it has. It's, it's been good for me. And you know, life goes on, and all we uh, can do in life is our best for people. And just, uh, just you know, uh, the, I, you know, the way I look at it is. If, if if I can sit there with all my heart and say I gave someone my very very best and they took it and took it and then it wasn't good enough, it's their loss, not mine. So I don't want to get into that. Um, let's talk about finish up, give them the sites, and I will. And then when the show's over, email me so I can actually put these links up. Okay. But tell people what they can expect, what you do, throw it all out there, baby. You got about seven minutes here. All right, well, this will be easy because I do this all the time. <laughs> All right, number one, um, I created my own job. I laugh all day. I interview self-made millionaires and create uh, e-books, audio books, audio CD programs, video books, all kinds of stuff <clears throat> based on this information, except I do it step-by-step, case-study-by-case study, exactly what to do, how to do it, and the reason I give everybody a test before you're allowed to buy the core CD programs is most people, well, we'll say 50%, don't know how to get trust and rapport. You can't get trust and rapport, which means you can't give a dollar to a stranger That's right. or a waitress before yep. it's time to tip. You can't apply anything that I sell. This is not the stuff you're going to see in the books or the audio programs that everybody else's sell. It requires a higher level of understanding. That's why you've never heard these stories. Other people cannot sell these in a book and expect people to be happy because you just can't walk out and do it. There's a learning curve. So yep. when you and go your emails, to, by the way, not to interrupt yeah, my, you, but those of you who get on is, your list, I've never seen emails like you're going to see when Glenn sends you an email. I promise yeah. you. Yeah, that's true. I use you're, a you're mastermind. One of a kind. I use a mastermind uh, multiple uh, testimony. Well, it's complicated. No, I'm saying right. when I get an email from you, 
It's it, it's I, I like I said. All I there are there are people. I know Nick Hampshire uh, is one of them. I turned him on. Yeah, I know Roger Fung, who just I, uh, interviewed me. I hope he's doing well. These it's so funny. A lot of the Barter students that did heard our first interview. A lot of people from WBE. Um, anybody on Glenn's list knows. Um, and I'm going to tell you the you know as crazy as some of the I mean the seduction products. I have gotten your copywriting book is so off the chain and different. Your your material is quality and. Um, I I can't say enough, and you know uh, we both share an affinity for our friend Jim Straw. Um, You're you're right up there as far as integrity, and um, you know I didn't mean to cut off your thing, but seriously, your your stuff is this. We're living in a time where people got to step up. You can either be a victim, you can you can be as lemmings as sheep, or you can you know travel the road less traveled, and that's what Glenn does. And you got to have the courage to find it, and and if you do, his information is going to be powerful. If you're going to stay a sheep, don't even waste his time or your time. Just jump off the cliff with the rest of them. I really believe well, that. So. If you think you're an entrepreneur, you are my customer. That is my niche. When I'm yep. on the phone with people in corporations or managerial, they yell and scream and get they go postal on me because something yep. I say I don't do it on purpose, but I nope. drive them crazy. So. Um, because their life is programmed. A sheep is programmed. They are yep. programmed a certain way, yep. and you go against the grain. And so that's why. My, I know why. My email address is rentamentor at mac.com, R-E-N-T-A-M-E-N-T-O-R at mac.com. My phone number, my home business number is 410-235-6789. Most people and I'm going to have you not. email me this all in one email, and I am going yeah. to post it actually up there after the show. You guys just go to my show page, and I will have Glenn's number. I can I can happily give all this stuff away because most people aren't going to call me. They don't have the right the no, they ovaries don't. No. to do it. So no, nope. uh, my nope. my first test website is flirt testing. So it's Woozinator. www.wooz inator.com there's a bunch of flirt dollar bill tipping crazy stories there by the way um, i got you uh, all over google just so you know i actually put a product yeah, out I that saw did very well. you're, yeah you're if you were there. one of my case studies i've got you all yeah. over google and woozinator is up there people said what the hell is a woozinator i said that's well i i have to, <laughs> that i coined that myself i figured well you have you to have <laughs> when you read these, it kind of makes you woozy, so we're doing a woozy yeah, right? Exactly. Okay. All right, the the test site for the Pay It Forward, I have a product um, I'm creating a bunch of testimonials for, and this is the first test uh, because I have a 365-day money-back guarantee. Right. Um, I give people a test before they're allowed to buy <clears throat> my CD programs. So that is Brain. Buzz.com. Again, okay. Yep, I. You can tell I wrote that one too. Yep. <clears throat> and the archive where I give hundreds and hundreds and hundreds—that's not exaggeration—of yep. millions of case study examples away is www.archive. A R C H I V E. Dot 
EnchantedNLP.com. And that one I have up there already on one of the blogs. And like I said, after the show, I'm going to just post them on a list. Everything will be on one blog up there. And um, I think we're down to about 60 seconds. Um, okay, good. I'm done. You, you have, uh, I think what people have to, and again, those who are smart enough will listen to these stories and these strategies, and they can figure out uh, how to apply them in their own lives and their circumstances because they work. And, um, Glenn, I want to say thank you, man. Um, well, you are uh, contrary, and I'm contrary. I, I, contrarian is the way to go. I, I really believe it. It takes courage, but uh, you're one of the best, and I appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's a great Halloween topic. So, well, you did a, um, you did a great job. So you I appreciate it. Patting yourself on the back and cheered up. Well, I, I don't. The show's always been a little different, and uh, I, I'm, I, I really appreciate you having me on, and we're going to probably do a, uh, have you on in the future. I'm going to close it out, as always. Guys, okay. in life, there are two things you must remember. One is loyalty, and one is that true friends, when you die at the very end, you can often count on one hand. Those you have, you should cherish and not take for granted. And as always, um, May you live to see the uh, excuse me. May you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. And as always, uh, stay forever young, everybody. Good night. God bless.